Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining me. This is Caroline Walrad, and you're in Morning with Caroline, as you know. I am so honored that you're listening. I'm thinking today, what is it that I really, really want to share with you? Well, it comes down to having 30 years as a homeopathic practitioner. My doctorate is in homeopathic medicine, and I've had a lot of other Oh, just so many other classes. I don't stop learning, actually. And besides genetic and nutrition, et cetera, et cetera, I've taken a lot of classes. I think the most influential thing for me that I have received that I want to share with you is what I've learned over these 30 years of working with people on a mental, emotional, and physical level. You know, someone comes in and half of them know what a homeopath does. They just know someone else referred them to me because they they were much better. But if I ask someone, why do you keep coming back when you have still certain symptoms? And they're usually older and they have layers and layers of symptoms and we're going through them a layer at a time. But the response is, oh, I, say, I feel better. I can't put my finger on it. I just feel closer to myself than I ever felt. I felt really, really good and strong inside. Well, it makes me think about how we heal. People come in and they come in with symptoms and I go to doctor for symptoms. I mean, I don't feel good or I've had a headache or my back hurts. All these things are very important. But what I have learned is Unlike a lot of people say, well, your mind controls everything and you have symptoms because of the way that you're thinking and you can actually get over them. I'm not so sure I agree with that. I think people have injuries and I think the nervous system is a very memorable thing. The body remembers everything. Now, what I learned that is in the biofeedback machine. That's a scalar quantum biofeedback machine. And when somebody is tested for it and the results come up, everything that actually they've ever been in contact with that made a difference to them or was stressful for them comes up. So the body has a memory, but the memory comes in an exact order, individualized exact order. So where are we going with all this? This is the this is it. We have to have a mission statement, don't we? I think we do. I think we have to know why we go to a doctor. It's the first thing I say. What is it that you want? What is it that you want to get well with? What is your goal? If if we could have anything in the world on a mental, emotional, or physical basis, what would it be? Well, you know, sometimes is I just want to sleep. Sometimes it is I want a better relationship with my family. Sometimes it is, I wish I weren't so angry. Oh, everyone has their priority. And that's the key. What is it that you, I'm talking with you as you sit there with your coffee with me. What is it that is the most important thing to you at the moment? Because guess what? That's the thing that's going to make a shift. And that's going to release a lot of things that have happened in your past that have always left a little, I don't know, what do we call a block in your path, a block in your spirit? And how deep does that go? Are you completely shifted who you are to create a facade for the public because you're not quite sure who you are anymore? I would say that's a great deal of the time this is what happens. 
I would like to share also now with you some definitions of health by three very infamous, renowned homeopaths who we've all learned from. They've written the books. They've done the seminars. They're there for us. But the definitions of health is really key. What is it that you want? And half the time when someone comes to me, when I see what they want is half of what they could be. It's half of what I see is there. And then maybe that's mine, delusion, illusion. But no, I see it. And the longer I'm in practice, the more I see it. And the more I see where it, people's energy has actually obstructed that desire to be healthy. And that's what we're looking for. What gets in our way? So here we go. The definitions of health. Dr. Vasilis Gagas is from Greece. He has to be my favorite. I've loved how he thinks. It just resonates with me. He says, health is freedom. Freedom for the individual's ability to be creative and to display creative activity. To display creative activity. The vital force is full of love and wisdom. And what's the vital force? Well, that's a fascinating subject, isn't it? The vital force, that's what gets you going. That's what gets you up in the morning. How strong is your vital force? How well are you prepared to take on something new? How well are you prepared to allow that energy to flow through you, which you deserve? We all deserve this. We all deserve a vital force that is full of love and wisdom. Because what I can tell you what I found is that's what humanity is. I believe the human is more good than people realize. Yes, I know some people think that we're born with all kinds of problems. And I think genetically is part of it. But I think how we're raised is part of it, as you know. But I think we are. I think our goal is to become full of love and full of wisdom. Dr. George Vitolkis, a renowned homeopath, he actually was a big, big part of bringing homeopathy to the United States. He said health is being free of pain on the physical level, resulting in a state of well-being, but is free of passion and urge, lust on the emotional level, resulting in a creative condition of serenity, rest, and calmness. I thought that was interesting. I'm not sure I agree with that. But that's pretty, I mean, free of passion and urge. Oh, I'm not sure about that. But he said that. And being free of selfish selfishness and egoism on the mental level, resulting in a total communion with the good. Do you see how we're different? Even our teachers are different in how we perceive what health is. Now, Rajan Sankaran also incredible homeopath, speaks in a different way. He says, disease comes in a way of the organism's ability to fulfill this purpose. Since it does not allow man to react to the present, oh, I believe with that 100%. Let's do that again. Disease comes in the way of the organism, that's the person's ability to fulfill his purpose. Since this does not allow man to react to the present, It makes him react according to a situation from the past. Absolutely agree. It's what blocks us is our situations from the past. Health, I realized, was man's freedom to be in the moment, 
and fulfill this purpose of life. Health, I realized, was man's freedom to be in the moment and fulfill this purpose of life. He said, I could now appreciate Hahnemann's vision that man, like all creatures, is an instrument of the spirit and has assigned a specific purpose to it. Do we have a purpose when we come in? I believe so. I really believe so. You know, I'm with people in past life regressions and hypnotism. I really believe we come in with a purpose. And sometimes that purpose goes unfulfilled from all kinds of things that get in our way. But, you know, it can start in an instant. That's the other thing I found. Sure, it took 20 years to get where you are. Sure, it took all these maladies that have happened to you. Because, you know, in a way, we kind of start attracting it. That's a law of attraction, which I'll talk about later. But we keep repeating the same thing because we draw it to us. Let's say somebody comes into the house, breaks into the house, and there's some problems. We don't have to go into what problems they are. They're all perceived differently, but they're problems, and they weren't expected, and they were not invited. So how does a person react to that? Do they lock the doors and put 14 locks on each door to make sure no one comes in unexpectedly? Or I do know a lot of people that say, oh, well, not next time. It was last time, but not this time. Nobody will come in. And then some really interesting people say, no, no, I've just absolutely put the energy out and said no one will enter unless they're asked to. Pretty interesting, huh? See all the different kinds of people? But how we deal with each case is so different. And it's not what happens to us. It's how we react to it. Every person. I've known tons of women who have come in and they have had sexual abuse. And unfortunately, it's usually by a family member. Still astounded by how many women have had an invasion of their sexuality. And it's usually with a close family member. It's not somebody they don't know off the street. Why are they different? Well, they're all different, every single one of them. And why? Where where did they go down the road after that? They went down the road because they are different. Each person reacts to it differently. And that's the key. How do you react to things? And But problem is, is that if you react in fear, which is the biggest problem, the fear then, and understandably so, don't get me wrong, that definitely, definitely required because that prevention is very important now. It was such a traumatic event. And I'm sure each one of us can go back in our life and think about a traumatic event. But the beauty of this is, is that it does not have to stay there. There are many ways to get rid of it. I mean, I like biofeedback. I like quantum biofeedback because it brings up where a person's ready to deal with it in a very organized for them manner because we can stop energy in our body so we can create energy problems and blockages in our body and that some people run away or they pretend like it didn't exist, but the blockage is still there. And to get rid of that blockage takes different forms of, of treatment. What the best treatment is, the best treatment in the world, I say, is desire for it to go away. We need to desire for us to be well. 
So after 30 years, you want to you know what I want to tell you? When you come in to see someone to get help, you've got to want to be well. I want to be well because a lot of times when we're well, now we have to go back and we have to relive those things that may cause us harm. And we have to find that place within ourselves that is free flowing. And let's go back. It's the vital force is full of love and wisdom and trust. Trust in ourselves to be very astute, to more discerning, to understand when danger is in our way and we'll react to it. I mean, believe me, someone who has had forced entry into their home many, many times can sense that person coming up up the walk or up the street. And they're overreactive, but they're reactive to prevent this. They know. And what they do inside is they continue with their faith and their love and wisdom that they will be okay. Well, are you going to get there overnight? Uh-uh. I mean, I think the fastest way is this, as I started to say, and I was just learned this. I learned this from an extraordinary person, Dr. Stephanie Brown. She said, you open up your arms, put your palms up, and you ask for help. You ask God, you ask Jesus, you ask whoever is that loving, loving spirit for you. And I believe in God and I believe in Jesus. So that's who I go to. And I believe in that power. And I believe that someone's there for you. I believe that they don't have to be physical. I mean, if you've got one true good friend, you're very lucky. But now you can ask and open up the palms and say, please send me, please allow anybody that's welcome to come and help me be well. I trust that they will be for my better good. And then you sit back and amazing things happen. But you've got to trust and you've got to let go and you've got to be not fearful in this. So again, health is a freedom of the individual's ability to be creative and to display creative activity. How do you get there? You get there because the Spirit of God is in you and you allow it. You allow the the presence of protection. And it might not have happened before. You go, where was he when I needed him most? But But he's there. You know, we have loving spirits around us all the time. I'm amazed at how many loving spirits around people when they choose to go through different forms of regression, forms of being able to go to the subconscious and allow things to happen and come up that they're ready to deal with. I don't do that that often. I'm much more skilled in the other things I use, but I know it works. I know what comes up. So how they realized was man's, is by Shankaran, man's freedom to be in the moment and fulfill the purpose of life. And believe me, until you get in the moment, until we all get in the moment and be there present with everything that we are and our minds not going a thousand miles an hour and all the prevention and the walls go up and everything we need when somebody calls or thinks and anything we do, we form this old opinion that we've always had, always had that prevents us from having, again, love and wisdom and creativity. So I'm going to read something to you. My voice is a little hoarse today, forgive me. And it's a plaque on my wall. Within each of us, there is a silence, a silence as vast as the universe, 
And when we experience that silence, we remember who we are because we're always finding something new that we have to react to. And this by is by uh, Ganilla Norris. With each of us, there's a silence. The silence is vast as the universe. And when we experience that silence, we remember who we are. I'm going to be talking another time on The Secret of Light by Walter Russell. He's he's a little complicated, so I want to make sure that I bring it down to where I can even easily speak about it. But he speaks of this. You know, it's like the D, it's like a, a wavelength. A wavelength comes from the source of God and it's still, it's never in motion. We're in motion. We're in motion finding our, our human experience and even like a wavelength that you've got the one that comes up and the negative is on the bottom and then it crosses and then the negative is on the top and the bottom's on the top of it. And at that point where it crosses, he says, that's the stillness of God. And at that point, all the time, in every vibration, every moment, we have a chance to change just by desiring it and listening to the words of God and to the spirit that belongs to us. I wish you a great day. I hope that you go forward and have time to be still. And I appreciate you. All right. Take care.